what is up guys welcome back to Romani Talks I am your host Romani and today I'm doing a podcast on something really close to me something I get asked a lot about um which is motivation how do I stay motivated what do I do to stay motivated um so please keep on listening if you're interested So what is motivation? Online it told me it was a reason or reasons to act or behave in a certain way. It's a driving factor for actions and goals. Motivation includes so many different things, biological, social, physical and emotional factors all make up an individual's motivation. There's so many theories, loads of psychologists have proposed a bunch of different theories behind motivation. including drive theory, which became popular kind of in the late 40s, early 50s. It was created by a behaviourist called Clark Hull. Um, According to him, people are motivated to take certain actions in order to reduce the internal tension that is caused by an unmet need. So as a really basic example, you drink water to reduce the internal state of being thirsty. This theory is really useful when you think about uh, behaviours that have a strong like biological link, for example, hunger or thirst and other like physical needs um, that you are motivated to get up and do stuff for. Another theory which is quite popular to explain motivation is the instinct theory. And according to this one, everyone or everything is born with an innate biological tendency to help them survive. Um, So this theory basically suggests that instincts drive all behaviours. So, for example, if you've got a dog or if you've seen a dog when um, they are like playing in some water in a pond in a lake in your swimming pool, I know. They get out and they shake themselves. They're not taught to do that. Nobody has kind of told them. They know that in order to dry myself, I've got to do this. Um, so it, it basically this theory says that the dog shakes after getting wet as an inherent tendency to do so. It knows it's got to do it. And it's it's kind of an instinctual thing. I don't know if instinctual is a word, but we just made it happen. Um, There is also a bunch of humanistic theories, such as Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I had to get that one in there. Shout out anyone who did A-level psychology and remembers that one. (laughs) Um, But yeah, a bunch of other humanistic theories that, that try to explain motivation. But the fact is that there are so many different things that motivate or demotivate us to do things. I wanted to talk today a little bit about four things that I've learned about motivation and becoming more motivated and how I've kind of incorporated these things into my day to day in order for me to become more motivated. So a little bit about what I've learned and a few tips kind of along the way. So let's get to it. Um, The first one is very basic and I feel like if you read up online on motivation, this is probably one that you see the most, um, but it's kind of overlooked too. Um, So this one is like just clarity on what you're trying to achieve. Be super clear, be focused, whether you want to be more motivated in the gym, whether you want to be motivated to set up a new business, whether you want to pass your driving test, pass your uni exams, or if you just generally want to be happier. 
What is the aim of what you're trying to get to? It's practically impossible to be motivated if you're not even sure what it is that you're trying to do in the first place. Um, For myself, writing my goals out has really helped me massively. Um, So what I tend to do is on the first day of the month, I this year didn't do a New Year's resolution or New Year's resolutions. I um, decided to set goals for the month. So first day of the month... um, I write my goals out for the month and then daily I have a to-do list, which ultimately is a list of goals, right? Um, So on my to-do list, I will include everything that I want to get through in that day from my workout down to the amount of water I want to drink, down to what I want to eat, like calorie tracking. I'll write those down on there. Um, What else do I include on there? To all the things for my job, social media, any business stuff that I want to do. It's not something that I've done for a long time or before, but I have over the past four or five months. And since I have, I've got such a clear focus on what my priorities are for the day, what needs to be done. Um, And if something like curveballs my day, I have a top three thing. So like, what are the top three things that need to be done today, regardless of what happens? Um, And then I just like, reprioritize those so they get done so at this point there's like no excuse not to do these things and ultimately the only thing stopping me is me so I can't say I forgot I can't say oh didn't have the time because it's written down it's committed to like let's do it um number two is also quite an interesting one so this is around like you're not doing things you want to so you're doing things you don't want to um when you do things you you want to you don't need motivation i recently read somewhere that if you hate spinning going to a spinning class at a spinning class at 6am is not really the best way to burn calories or lose weight is it um and it just really, just really stuck with me i thought like if you enjoy something you're more likely to carry on doing it um ultimately there are two motivation types intrinsic which is where you do something because you enjoy it or you find it rewarding personally or um it makes you happy um like where it's it's quite an internal um like motivation to do things and extrinsic is where you do something for a physical reward so the most basic example is like you work for money um And if in life, the only reason you're doing anything is for extrinsic reasons, so for that external or physical reward or gratification, it won't be long before you feel really deflated and flat and you find yourself um, what some people describe as like stuck in a rut. Um, You need to find things that you enjoy to do. And I promise you, if you do, your mindset will start to shift. Um, and you'll start to find you don't actually have enough hours in the day to get everything done. Hence me recording this podcast at stupid o'clock in the morning. Um, it's so important to find things that you enjoy to do um, and incorporate them into your daily routine. Um, the next one is kind of linked to this, but not really. It's kind of linked more to the routine and the, the in internal stuff. But Um, It's really interesting, this one. It took me a while to, again, get my head around this stuff. But your lack of motivation has become a part of your identity. Let me explain this. Like, have you ever met someone who will complain about everything in their life, but they don't do anything to change it? They hate their job, but they've got every excuse to not find another one. They want to lose weight or gain muscle, 
but it's so much harder for them than it is for you because their life's so difficult and they're so busy and they love food. <laughs> I've had that before. I've had someone say to me, yeah, it's all right for you. I love food. And I'm like, honey, we all love food. Um, I'm kind of smiling when I'm saying this because I'm sure we all pictured one person we know like that. Um, but if you're constantly identifying everything wrong in your life, you're reaffirming exactly that to happen. Um, I did a podcast last week on positive affirmations. Um, I don't know if you've not heard it, you can go back and listen. If you have, this is the complete opposite of that, right? So if you're talking to all the negative stuff, uh, which everybody has, by the way, everybody has stuff that they can kind of pinpoint that's not positive in their life or not going right, um, but some people choose to focus on it and others don't. Um, but what I'm saying is if you're if you're getting up at 8.30am, you start your job at 9, you work throughout the day like most of us, you have dinner at 7, 8, go to bed and start all over again. You're actually doing nothing for yourself, which in itself is a recipe for disaster. Um, for me, I'm lucky enough to do a job that I quite enjoy, but I recognise that if I'm so busy between the hours of 9 to 5 or 8 till 4, I just need to get up earlier and go to bed or go to bed later and or go to bed later to get all the things that I need to do done. Um, and that's to work on myself. So whether that's physically working out, reading, doing some work on our newly launched fashion business, I had to do a shameless plug there. <laughs> um, I recognise that having so much to juggle for someone like me who needs to constantly be busy is a blessing. But making sure that I'm happy and healthy to juggle all those things is the only way that this is going to work. Um, so it's kind of motivation through like thinking more positively, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if that makes sense. But you know, um, and number four and the last one. And if you take anything away from this podcast, I want it to be this thing um, that small habits will change your life. I didn't make a bunch of changes overnight. The greatest people don't make a bunch of changes overnight. The first thing is identifying that you have a problem. So you even listening to this and thinking, do you know what? That's me. Um, that in itself is a great thing. Um, I went from 12 months ago. The first thing that I did was I decided enough was enough and I was going to stop making a change. So I went for a walk before I started work every single day. It was about 3K. It wasn't massive probably took me about maybe 40 minutes, 50 minutes. Um, and rain or shine, every single day I went for a walk. Um, I then started incorporating lists to adding workouts, to um, distinguishing from any like work time to social media time, um, and just creating really small habits that kind of over time helped to shape and transition my life um and it was like seamless like i don't remember when i started taking my work to do list and incorporating personal stuff in it i just kind of started doing it and now i'm in a place where it's a part of what i do day to day it's like that seamless transition um you've got to leverage the power that you have to create the life of your dreams by taking really small steps to be the best version of you there's only so long you can survive feeling demotivated. You need to break the chain, but focus on small, achievable goals. It could be so small, like I'm going to wake up 10 minutes earlier to do some reading 
or I'm going to not snooze for 10 minutes and practice mindfulness in a way. Some people meditate, some people listen to a podcast. (laughs) I'm killing it with the shameless plugs today. Um, But just something really small to set you up to begin to shift your mind and to shift your daily routine into a really productive and positive one. Um, And that's it. Those are the the key things that I felt like I learned as I was learning more about myself and what motivated me. And I really wanted to share that with you guys. Um, And I'm just going to leave you with this final thought that the only thing in your way of achieving any goal you've set yourself is you. It may sometimes seem it's more difficult for you than someone else, but to put it simply, it's not. You have the same 24 hours in the day. Yes, some people have more difficult kind of situations in lives, but it you've got to make it work. Um, shift your mindset to take control of your life because before you know it, these, are, these formative years of your life will pass you by and you'll look back wishing you'd started sooner. Trust me, I know. Um, so yeah, I just, I really hope that you can start to see that it's just really small changes that, that make the, the bigger impact. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode on motivation. Even if one person took one thing away from that, I feel like I would have accomplished something. Um, I... I'm super excited about the next podcast. I'm going to have someone really exciting talking about stuff that I feel like you guys will really appreciate. So stay tuned um, and stay safe. Take it easy, guys.